What's going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony Lewis of the Culture Jack Podcast. It is time for the weekend. Why ya? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This weekend, we have a bunch of news, a bunch of things we're going to be talking about. Happy to be here. Happy you guys are tuning in. Uh, we've got a ton of movies and TV show news that we're going to be diving into. But first, as always, I feel like a broken freaking record when I say it, but I'm going to anyways. And that is make sure and hit follow, subscribe if you're a first time listener. And of course, if you have been listening for a while, share the content, help your boys, help us uh, grow this thing. Uh, that's all we ask. So with that being said, guys. Busy month, man. Busy month for movies and TV shows. So much so that I had to stop writing stuff on this list last night. I was reviewing the list and going over it. I even started the recording. I'm like, this is just too much. Too much, which doesn't happen often, but uh, it did. And here we are. So let's uh, dive into the first item on our list. And that is recent news has let us to believe that Brendan Fraser is going to be cast as Firefly. So let me uh, pull this up. So Brendan Fraser is cast as Firefly in HBO Max's Batgirl movie that's in that's heading into production. Um, this is pretty big news. I mean, you know, Brendan Fraser at a point was was uh, pretty pretty big pretty big name if you remember back in the mummy and a bunch of the other shows and then most recently you probably saw him um in a movie called or a show called doom patrol where he actually just voice acts that's not him in the mr robot suit that's not him just so you know um I didn't know that. I watched an interview with him and I was like, oh shit, it's not even him. It's someone else in the suit. He just does the voice. Um, if you haven't seen Brendan Fraser, I did watch a couple of people talk about this. Um, there is some distaste for him being cast in this uh, role because of his physical, uh, we'll just say his physical situation. Um and we're not sure. I mean, is this character going to be fully CGI? Is he going to get ripped? Uh, is he going to get physical, top physical shape to play the character Firefly? Uh, what, you know, what, what are we doing here? Well, we don't know yet. We just know that there's casting. So we'll have to see. I mean, I like Brendan Fraser. I would love to see him um, climb back up to the top of his game because, I mean, bedazzled. The, the dude was in so many cool movies. Uh, in TV shows, I love him in Doom Patrol uh, and a lot of other stuff. It's just like, come on now, let's let's get this uh, let's get this kicked off into the right into the right uh, arena. And hopefully he goes and hangs out with a trainer for a bit, gets uh, jacked up. And it's really him in the movie, unless they're doing kind of a strange or a new uh, Firefly character that we have not yet seen. Uh, more will come, I'm sure, as uh, time passes. So, next thing on the list, did you guys see the freaking Morbius, the Michael Morbius trailer with Jared Leto? I have been harping on this for months, so if you, you are an active listener, you'll know that I kept saying, where the hell is the Morbius trailer? Well, we finally got it, guys. Super freaking stoked. Michael 
Morbius, the living vampire. They dropped an epic trailer with a ton of new footage. Still some of the same old footage, but more footage. We've got uh, Tyrus Gibson in here now. We've got a new line from Michael Keaton's character in there with the vulture. Um, And more action sequences, uh, more sequences of him when he was ill. This obviously is going to play an origin story. I mean, Morbius has been around for a hot minute. He was featured and debuted in Amazing Spider-Man 101, which is an expensive comic book. And uh, in fact, there's a second print of it. And there, I believe, is some facsimiles of that comic book. Uh, But he's also had his own solo series in comics. He's been around for a, a while. And he's he's not, I wouldn't say he is as big as some of the other juggernauts that we've seen in the space. No pun intended for the character juggernaut because he is also a pretty big character. Um, but nonetheless, it's exciting to see him coming to the screen and long overdue. Jared Leto's portrayal of him, I am super stoked for. There's a scene in the trailer where he's in a grocery store. And this is fucking awesome, in my opinion. He does the face change into the into the vampire from you know Jared Leto to the vampire very venom style and he he actually tells the guy I am venom and he's like ah just kidding uh I love that I I love that sequence I also love uh that they're giving him a backstory and we'll see kind of what happens uh with his character and I'm going to guess that it's going to be more than one movie i would i would suspect this is more than just a one hit wonder we also know that uh craven the hunter's coming and then there's speculation for other up and coming villain uh up and coming villain movies that will be introduced here in the near future with that sony mcu verse spider-man kind of situation so more to come all right moving on that's that's always the fun stuff i love it when uh some of these trailers come out this next one i uh let me whoops what am i doing here uh this next one could be exciting as well if you're a fan if you're not a fan and you don't you don't necessarily care maybe not um but it has recently been announced that boondock saints is coming back so we're going to see a boondock saints 3 and it is saying that it is going to take uh pick up where boondocks two left off now 12 years after the mysterious cliffhanger that concluded boondocks saints two all saints day boondocks saints three is set to pick up where the previous film left off the first boondocks premiered in 99 the sequel in 2009 um so 10 years and then obviously now it's how many years 20 years total since over 20 years be what 23 years or something uh william defoe's iconic character special agent paul schmecker was the most part absent from moondock saint 2 all saints day apart from a surprise cameo at the films and having been largely replaced by julie ben's newly introduced special agent uh ewan's bloom after the death of his father and noah uh uh, let's see, Walking Dead. Okay, then it just talks a little bit about that. Uh, Norman Reedus, why the Walking Dead cast? I don't know what the fuck is up with this article. Anyways, it's supposed to have the same the same casting. We'll see what happens. Um, Boondock Saints, man, it, it, that's a cold classic. If you guys haven't seen it, I don't know where you've been, 
Um, but if it interests you, check it out. There's two movies to it. Watch the first one first, second one second. Uh, it's not a bad movie. It's enjoyable. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett trailer dropped, which I'm excited. I am genuinely excited once again for some Boba Fett action. If you guys haven't seen that, that uh, is super cool. The show is supposed to debut December 29th. So for those Star Wars fans, in to me, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. The Mandalorian, with watching the first episode, second episode, first season, second season, it took me to a whole new level of appreciation for the Star Wars universe. Again, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. So am I excited for Boba Fett? Absolutely. Have I liked Boba Fett? Sure, but I, I feel... I feel like that situation is funny because when you talk to diehard Star Wars fans, it is a different world, man. Like, yeah, just a different world. Okay, so let's keep going. Other movie news. Chris Pratt is going to voice Garfield. That hit the the news block this last week. Man, this dude's picking it up and running with some characters. Uh, hopefully, hopefully... He can kind of keep that going, though, because that's always my concern when you see somebody um, like Chris Pratt starting to take on all these animated characters and this and that. And it's like, dude, you know, make sure that you're doing other things, my friend. Obviously, he's got Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in the works. He's got um, Garfield, Mario, and a lot of other things. So keep on it, dude. I'm I'm excited. I mean, he can do he can do some Garfield. Where who, Who's going to be Yodi? Odie. Yodi. Odie. <laughs> Anyway, so that's news uh, that just hit the desk here. So we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, with that. Another movie. Um, I still need to watch this. Uh, it is a movie on Netflix. It's called, uh, let's see, The Harder They Fall, which to me, I watched several trailers to this. I watched uh, like a, I wouldn't say it's a behind the scenes thing, but it's kind of like a press release kind of thing where the actors are talking about it. Um, this has been, I think, out for a little while. Part of streaming. Okay. I think it's been out for a little while. Um, I am going to watch it. It is essentially a highlight, and I believe the characters are real. The stories are, of course, dramatized and are not accurate necessarily. I think that's what they stressed. But it's essentially about the African-American um, cowboys the towns that they lived in, the the situations that they dealt with, and much more. I am genuinely excited to sit down and watch this uh, movie. It has, I'm trying to pull, come on now. There we go. My computer's running a bit slow. Um, the director is James Samuel. The cast on this, Jonathan Majors as Nate Love, R.J. Seiler as Jim's Beckworth, Chase Dillon as Young, uh, Nate, Julio Cesar Cadillo as Jesus Cortez, Damon Williams Jr. as Monroe Grimes, Danielle Deadweiler as Kufe, uh, Regina King, Trudy Smith, Lakeith Stanford as Cherokee Bill, uh, you've got Zazie Beats as Mary Fields, uh, Eddie Gathegi as Bill Pickett. You've got, I mean, there's there's so many freaking people in there. I don't know where. I thought Idris, Idris Elba's in it. There, the list goes on and on. I was like, holy shit, they really went all out. And I, and like I said, I think it looks cool. I will be uh I will be watching this when I get some time to do so. 
let's keep going. Um, let's see. Movies that are coming out. There's this list is crazy, guys. This is like I, I sat down and started doing this, and there's more than I have on this list. Again, I had to slim it down a little bit. I'm like, Jesus, how the hell am I gonna talk about all this shit? <laughs> uh, kicking it out of the gate. The Eternals. I just watched The Eternals. Now, I'm not going to spoil it for you. So for those that have not seen The Eternals, I'm not going to spoil it today for you. Um, There is some, I, I guess, some controversy over the way that the film was shot, what people do like, what people don't like, this, that, and the other. I went in to this movie with no biases and pure excitement. Not trying to like the movie, to be clear, but I went in open-minded and said, okay, let's see what these guys put together for us. Um, excited for the characters, excited for the actors, actresses, uh, the director and everything. Um, there is two end credit scenes that are incredible. The story is very cool as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to ruin it for you, but... If you didn't catch it from the trailer, I will say this, because this should not be a surprise. If you've seen any of the trailers, the main story that's being told here is, is humanity worth saving? And you should have gathered that from the trailer, because I did several times over. It's like, okay, that's what this is. This is a kind of a bigger than life movie. So highly enjoyable. The acting in it was very well done. The story, the plots, the changes, the deviants, the Eternals, the Celestials. Man, very well done. I enjoyed it. It was something kind of different than what you're probably used to with the MCU movies. And more to come on that. I believe we're going to end up doing an OTE on it. Excited. Excited to see what else is to come in that world. What else is coming out, you ask? Well, we've got Ghostbusters Afterlife coming November 19th. They recently dropped a new trailer as well. Paul Rudd. Uh, you get a little bit of Dan Aykroyd love and a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm excited for this movie. Unlike the previous Ghostbusters, the previous new Ghostbusters that came out, I watched it, not a fan. This one reminds me of Ghostbusters. The funny thing about this to me is, why the hell didn't they release it in October before Halloween? I found that to be kind of strange. Nonetheless, I may go to theaters and watch this. I I love um, seeing all of the nostalgic things. I also like the way that the story is being told. The the kids, the, they move into the house. They bring back uh, Acton 1 or e- whatever the, the vehicle is called. Uh, they open up one of the, the little snap boxes. And I, I'm genuinely excited to see what else is to come from this and hope that they're building this into something bigger than just a cash grab. That's the way I felt about the original. Okay, let's keep moving. Let's keep it moving, guys. Next on my list is Hawkeye. We have Hawkeye coming November 24th. I am, and I'm sure you are, extremely excited to see Clinton Barton or Jeremy Renner, whatever you want to call him, back on the screen in this six-episode short run that I think is going to do a lot for obviously his character. And then of course, Kate Bishop coming in to, I'm assuming to take the mantle over. It's got this, this show's got this, like to me, I said it before, I'll say it again, kind of a diehard feel, got to fight my way to get back home for Christmas kind of thing going on. But coming out 
right before Thanksgiving and then running into or running close to, I should say, Christmas, killing it. Super excited to see that and what's to come. We, we are planning on doing an OTE on that as well. And if you're not familiar, on this episode means we're going to cover a show or a movie or both uh, on Saturdays. Dustin most recently did one for Squid Games, and then previous to that, he did one on Dune. We're planning on doing, uh, continuing to do those as we can for like The Eternals, Hawkeye, and, and some of these other bigger shows that are coming out. So excited about that as well. Another show that's coming out is an anime called Super Crooks. Now, Super Crooks, this is interesting because Super Crooks was announced that they were working on it at Netflix a while ago. No one knew what way they were going to take it. And Super Crooks is a very short comic book series written written by Mark Millar. If you're not familiar with who the hell Mark Millar is, well, he's also the guy that did Jupiter's Legacy. He's also the guy that did uh, Kick-Ass. He's done a lot of IPs. And this is one that they went in a different direction than I was expecting. Um, but it's exciting to see them go in the direction nonetheless. So if you guys have not seen the trailers for Super Crooks, check that out. It's a new anime coming to Netflix on November 25th. And because the comic series was so limited run, Mark Millar got to work with the animation team, the production group, to extend the story, to extend this world beyond the content that was written and sold as a comic book. Exciting. Uh, Red Notice. I've mentioned this several times over the last year. Gal Gadot, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Ryan Reynolds doing that thief that thief heist movie kind of thing. A little bit of vengeance, revenge. Super fun. High production value. Uh, badass casting. We've got, what, Black Adam, Wonder Woman, and Deadpool all in one movie. Uh, That's coming November 12th, ladies and gentlemen. So pretty quick here. You're going to be able to watch Red Nose on Netflix. You're going to want to check that out. Um, But you know what's coming even sooner than that? Tonight, if you're listening to this the day it airs, which is November 7th, tonight, Yellowstone is back on Paramount. Actually, I think this is the first season it's launched on Paramount, plus the online show online digital streaming service. Um, you, I am a huge fan of Yellowstone. And it is super funny because on TikTok, if you type in Yellowstone, you're going to see these guys. And they do this with a lot of other movies and shows. So this is one of many examples. But first day of watching TikTok, normal. Second day, you got a cowboy hat. Or second week of watching it, got a cowboy hat. Third, third week, you got Black Shades, Black Stinson, Black like Carhartt coat and a beard. <laughs> Anyways, Yellowstone's an incredible show. Is it the best written? No, I, you know, I don't know. It depends on what your likes and dislikes are. Is it an enjoyable show? Abso-fucking-lutely. They're, uh, the Dutton Ranch is essentially fighting off everybody from them taking their land, their herd, their this, their that, their this. And it just, it's gotten fucking crazy. Um, anyways, tonight it airs its first episode with a two-hour opening banger. I hope fucking Hawkeye does something like that. That's what Disney needs to do. They need to open that motherfucker up with like a 90-minute opening episode and end it with a 90-minute uh, ending episode. That's an epic way to kick off an incredible show. Yellowstone's out now. Another show 
talked about this several times. Mayor of Kingtown comes out November 14th. Another Paramount Plus Network show featuring your boy, Jeremy Renner. This is, uh, from what I've gathered from watching it and reading some of the stuff that Jeremy Renner's posted via social media, this looks super cool. It is kind of like uh, the mob within the penal system in uh, the New England area. And it looks looks like a action slash drama suspense kind of show, um, kind of different from what we normally talk about. It's the same with like Yellowstone. I feel like those are more of your like adult genre shows. No, there's no superheroes. No, there's no crazy CGI or anything of the sort. And for me personally, I like breaking up the monotony and I like trying different things. And this looks like a winner in my books. We'll be talking about that once I get an opportunity to watch the show and it's out and everything else. Mayor of Kingstown, November 14th. All right. Another show. This caught me off guard and it was one of those situations where I was pleasantly surprised. And that is a show called, or a movie called Black Friday. You guys got to check the trailer out for this. Let's just say Bruce Campbell is in it. Again, I feel like it's a little late other than it is coming out November 19th. So it's coming out before Black Friday. This looks like just a fun movie to watch. Again, this this definitely, you're not watching this for the story and plot and the, money that the studio threw at it. You're watching this just for pure fucking entertainment. Watch the trailer. I don't want to ruin it for you because I was so surprised when this thing kicked up on my YouTube as a trailer, as a, uh, well, it was a trailer, but a advertisement. I was like, oh my God, I got to watch this crazy shit. Worth watching. Check it out. Uh, let's keep going. Keep going. Uh, Genlock, the anime is going on for season two. That's out now. I think it just kicked up. And Genlock is actually, I have to watch it. I have some of the comics to we'll talk about it at a different time, but it does have, oh, why is his name? His name just ran the other direction. Anyways, we'll get back to that in a different episode because I do want to talk more about Genlock. Another one, Hip Monkey. That thing is coming out on Hulu November 17th. This is another animated show. So it's it's like the tides are turning. Now we're getting a bunch of badass animated shows that are based off of characters and comic books and, and, and anime and manga, of course, as well, but super excited to see this. This looks fun. It looks different. Um, and the comic books for this are like becoming unobtainable. Um, November 17th on Hulu. If you guys haven't seen the trailer for that, it's literally a hit. Uh, I want to say Hitman monkey, but it's a hit monkey who he, it appears like an archer esque character, is providing guidance for this monkey as a soul for whatever reason. Watch the trailer. Tell me what you think. Super excited for that. Another show I'm very excited for. I feel like there hasn't been a lot in the mainstream about this. Um, And maybe there has, and maybe I just missed it. But The Wheel of Time, the Robert Jordan freaking crazy book series. Um, I did not read these books. I know several people that read these books growing up and they couldn't say enough good things about them. So I am not the most well-versed person to discuss it. However, the first run on the show, which is coming out on Amazon is November 19th. And if I understand correctly, this, the books being what they are as far as just legacy and incredible, well-written characters and all of this, could be Amazon, another jump for Amazon 
trying to contest with that, you know, I, you got to set the bar somewhere. So we'll just say Game of Thrones kind of storytelling. Obviously, different. Robert Jordan is not uh, George R. R. Martin. However, you get people in those worlds, those science fiction, those crazy fantasy worlds, man, and and you get a different audience. You get definitely people that are fucking dedicated and they they want it. So November nineteenth, Amazon is when that's supposed to be coming out. Now let's dive into uh, some rumor town stuff that I am excited to talk about. Uh, let's kick off with this one. Come on. Come on. Here we go. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, shut down production. I actually read several articles on this. Uh, Lalita, La, yeah, Lalita Wright recovers from set injury. Marvel Studios, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever will temporarily shut down production while actor Lalita Wright recovers from an onset injury she suffered in August. Variety has confirmed production will pause starting the week of Thanksgiving and start back up early 2022. So keep that in mind, folks. We're already, we're getting a delay. Um, was recovering in London since September from inner injury sustained on the set of Black Panther 2 and is looking forward to returning to work in early 2022. Um, Jesus, doesn't really highlight. I'm trying to see if it tells us exactly what happened. Uh, it doesn't say. And I couldn't find it in any of the other articles either. Uh, so just know that Wakanda Forever is going to be getting delayed. Okay, next thing on the list is, uh, well, there's several, but I'm going to save this last, this other one for last. The next one's fun fodder to think about. Uh, CBR reports. Marvel's Moon Knight reportedly includes an appearance by Blades Marshala Ali, which, God, please, please do that because we know Moon Knight's coming soon. So moderators of the Marvel Studios spoilers subreddit have a new batch of rumored details about Marvel's upcoming Disney Plus series. The mods and subreddit are well known for vetting leaks and several other details. Uh, Marvel Studios Marshala Ali Blade will appear in Moon Knight. Both the TV show and Blade don't yet have release dates, but Moon Knight is expected to arrive next year while Blade hasn't even begun filming. How fucking awesome would that be? Um, I am super freaking uh, super stoked for this. Ethan Hawke's mysterious Moon Knight character will be Jack Dracula. That's another double rumor in this one, guys. Will Blade appear in Moon Knight? Question mark. I hope so. I am really excited for both of those characters, both uh, the movie and the show that are that are coming. Moon Knight to show Oscar Isaac. Yes, please. Blade. Absolutely. Um, there's just so many questions and, and so many things. That's what's so incredible about the MCU and everything that's going on. It's the same thing for the up and coming Hawkeye show to where there is rumors that the Kingpin is coming back. And that there could be some Daredevil Daniel Cox, and there could be this and could be that. That is the icing on the cake, as far as I'm concerned, because the show itself is going to be fucking incredible. The story, the, the everything, but to get those kinds of things just adds that element. Uh, some Another fun rumor. I had to add this in because it, it was like, oh, hell yeah. Jim Carrey rumored to play Captain America villain in the up and coming MCU shows. 
With Phase 4 underway and Disney Plus allowing Marvel Studios to release multiple extra projects per year, the MCU is expanding quicker than ever. During the Infinity Saga, the gradual reveal of the Infinity Stones and the build-up toward Thanos was only one major plot running in the background of the franchise. But the post-Endgame era, fans have already been teased with Valentina's mystery team, the birth of the multiverse, and the introduction to King the Conqueror. This is coming to you from The Direct. Jim Carrey, rumored to play. Are you ready for this? This is, I, I love it. Please do it. The MCU's MODOK. <laughs> That's what it is. How could MODOK join the MCU? There, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, kind of littered throughout this. Anyways, that's a far spec. I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I like, I like it though. I like all these rumors because it's fun. It's fun to talk about. All right, let's keep going. One more rumor and I'm going to talk about a movie I recently watched that you guys got to check out. This thing was a treat to watch and I was very surprised. All right, last thing on the list being brought to you from Deadline. Todd McFarlane launches TV production unit announces McFarland and Thumbs story or series talks taking on Hollywood as outsider in plotting Spawn universe. Todd McFarland, the comic book creator behind Spawn, a filmmaker maker and entrepreneur has launched a dedicated TV uh, development and production arm of his McFarland films, which has a first look television deal with the whip Mar of Easttown. McFarland Films, initially television development, slate overseen by McFarland and his president of television, Sean Canino, includes two projects, McFarland and Thumbs. The Thomas Lennon co-creator of Reno 911 and co-writer of Night at the Museum, Andres Winneman, co-creator of Paramount Plus Interrogation, prolific graphic novel author, Sean Lewis and Shadow Machine, a producer on BoJack Horseman and Guillermo del Toro's up-and-coming Finocchio, they joined Sam and Twitch, a live-action TV series inspired by the popular characters from McFarlane Spawn comic, which was announced in June, and Jason Smilovic and Todd Katzberg writing the adaptation for McFarlane's films in Whip. The rare combination of artistic genius and trailblazing entrepreneurship that defines Todd's career over the last 30 years is a true marvel, says Whip's Mark Roybal. Whip's strategic part partnership in television with McFarland Films, led by Sean Canillo, allows for us to tap into a pipeline of global IP and collaborate with emerging voices in the comic book world, which will bring audiences into a new universe infused with Todd's wonderfully twisted vision of the world. McFarland's Hollywood uh, presence to date largely has been tied to spawn the Guinness World Record holder for the longest running creator owned comic book series, which he created a 1990s HBO animated series adaptation, won two Emmys, which McFarland shared the character of Venom, which McFarland co-created headlines, a Sony Pictures film franchise that he has grossed more than one billion at the box office to date. Having been in development with Jason Bloom at Bloomhouse, along with attaching Jamie Foxx on a potential Spawn movie franchise, other opportunities both in film and television came forward, which led to the expansion of the entertainment. In entertainment, said McFarlane. Get more of McFarlane unfiltered thoughts in Hollywood for a Fourier 
into what could be involved in building an integrated film TV spawn universe in Deadline's interview. Anyways, the uh, article continues to go on and on discussing possible projects and the adaptation of some of his IPs. I am genuinely excited for this. This allows for a completely different avenue um, than what we've seen with some of these other IPs. The independence, and I love it because The Walking Dead came from Image Comics. The uh, Invincible came from Image Comics. There's a lot of things that have come from Image Comics and from these independent studios that I absolutely love. And I like that their approach is often not, not the same as Marvel or DC in regards to their approach and their uh, rolling out the IPs and whatnot. So bring it on, Todd. We'll uh, have to see. So let's wrap this up. There was a show I watched and I watched the commercial for this and I was like, yeah, not so excited. And then I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this was fucking great. How many of you, watched Army of the Dead, the recent Zack Snyder movie that came out on Netflix, which obviously they're going into Vegas to break into a vault. If you don't know that, watch the fucking trailer. You'll know that. Did you enjoy that movie? I thought it was fun. I thought it was a different take. I like how the uh, the zombies or whatever you want to call them are smarter. They're stronger. Uh, the filmography uh, and, you know, Batista did a good job. Theo did a good job. And then we got killed off pretty quick. Anyways, I like how they portrayed it. Okay, if you guys didn't know, I'm going to tell you, the Von Dieter, the safe cracker in that movie, there is a prequel that leads to that movie. It's called Army of Thieves. It just came out, and it is a great movie. Very fun, very quirky, um, and tells you the story of the safe cracker. And yes... It is in sequence with that movie, which was very exciting and a very fun way to uh, get to know the character more and to see how did this guy end up there and and everything in between. So you guys got to check it out. It's called Army of Thieves. You will enjoy this movie. I'm telling you, if you liked Army of the Dead, you're going to like this movie. And in fact, I watched it and halfway through, I'm like, this is a really good movie. I, yeah, I, I turned to my wife and told her, and she's like, yeah, this is actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I, I was, uh, to me, I was like, yeah, me too. I thought I was wasting some fucking time watching this goofy movie, but it progressively got better. The story, um, the character, the main character, Dieter, is is the reason that the movie is so good, but that's the whole story and what um, brings him to Las Vegas and, and, and everything. Anyways, check out Army of Thieves, also available on Netflix. And then afterward, you're going to want to watch Army of the Dead. That's what I did. I watched Army of Thieves and I'm like, fuck, now I've got to watch Army of the Dead again. And I did. <laughs> so that's that's what it is. Anyways, guys, there is so much new uh, movie and TV news coming. I am super excited to be able to report back all of the new stuff, uh, the new shows and movies that are coming. This Today's show only highlighted, obviously, what I highlighted, but... We are in an incredible time with a ton of really good shows and movies that are being developed, produced, created, acted, everything. The the music composers, there's so many different elements to these shows and movies that are coming out. Very exciting times to be able to watch and enjoy the digital media 
together. And I hope you guys check out some of the movies and shows I mentioned today. Um, if you're not familiar with any of them, you know, give give one or two a whirl. Check it out. Enjoy it. Uh, we've got a ton of new content coming for next week and the week after and the week after, so forth and so on. So we'll leave it at that, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Culture Jack podcast. Don't forget, tomorrow's Monday Madness, and then we're going to start Monday, Thursday. We've got the news desk, and then Friday, we got the Friday show, and then we may or may not have an OTE, but then it goes right back into that weekend wire on Sunday, Monday Madness ton of great content a bunch of cool things we're discussing here on the culture check podcast so again hit subscribe share the content we'll talk to you in the next episode